I won't forget. First uh, Corinthians, eleventh chapter. For I received from the Lord that which I also delivered to you, that the Lord Jesus, on the same night in which he was betrayed, took bread, and when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, "Take, eat. This is my body, which is broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me." In the same manner, he also took the cup after supper, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood. This do as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. For as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death till he comes. Before we enter into participation, I want to read, as uh, Brother Brian read, from Piper, I want to read from Spurgeon. I've read this before. It's been a while, I believe, and it's from uh, the morning and evening devotion, and it's the <clears throat> the devotion that goes with this passage. <clears throat> Do this in remembrance of me. So, just let me read. Quote Spurgeon. It seems then that Christians may forget Christ. There could be no need for this loving exhortation if there were not a fearful supposition that our memories might prove treacherous. Nor is this a bare supposition. It is, alas, too well confirmed in our experience, not as a possibility, but as a lamentable, regrettable fact. In other words, what's he saying? We have times in our lives when we do forget. Let me continue. It appears almost impossible that those who have been redeemed by the blood of the dying Lamb and loved with an everlasting love by the eternal Son of God should forget that gracious Savior. But if startling to the ear, it is, alas, too apparent to the eye to allow us to deny the crime. Forget Him who never forgot us. Forget Him who poured out His blood forth For our sins, forget him who loved us even to the death. Can it be possible? Yes, it is not only possible, but conscience confesses that it is too sadly a fault with all of us that we suffer him to be a wayfaring man tarrying but for a night. He whom we should make the abiding tenant of our memories is but a visitor therein. Think about what he's saying. How often do we consider the Lord? How often do we consider his word? How often do we consider Christ and his sacrifice? Let me continue. The cross, where one would think that memory would linger and unmindfulness would be an unknown intruder, is desecrated by the feet of forgetfulness. Does not your conscience say that this is true? Do you not find yourself forgetful of Christ? Some creature or idol steals away your heart and you are unmindful of Him upon whom your affection ought to set. Some earthly business engrosses your attention when you should fix your eyes steadily upon the cross. It is the incessant turmoil of the world, the constant attraction of earthly things which takes away the soul from Christ. 
While memory too well preserves a poisonous weed, it suffereth the rose of Sharon to wither. What what, what a statement. What what are we thinking? What, What do we think on? How many things in our life, how many things in my life are nothing but poisonous weeds? Let me continue. Let us charge ourselves to bind a heavenly forgetful knot about our hearts for Jesus our beloved and let us hold fast to Him. Let us not forget Christ. Let us not forget the cross. It was at the cross that Jesus emptied out His innermost self, pouring out His lifeblood, giving His all for us. How low was our dear Redeemer brought? He humbled Himself unto death. Stand at the foot of the cross and count the red drops by which you have been cleansed. See the thorn crown. Mark his scored shoulders still gushing with crimson streams. His hands and feet given up to the spikes of iron and his whole self to mockery and scorn. See the bitterness and the pangs and the throes of inward grief showing themselves in his outward frame. Hear the gripping shriek, My God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me and if you do not lie prostrate on the ground before that cross you have never seen it if you're not humbled in the presence of Jesus you do not know him you were so lost that nothing could save you but the sacrifice of God's only begotten think of that and as Jesus stooped for you bow yourself in lowliness at his feet may the Lord bring us in contemplation to Calvary then our position will no longer be of that forgetful, pompous man of pride. But we shall take the humble place of one who loves much because loves much because much has been forgiven him. Pride cannot live beneath the cross. May we remember the words of Christ. Do this in remembrance of me. Why do we do this every month? To remember. I don't know about you, but I need it. I need this, I need this reminder to, to stir it all in me once again. And so I pray that as we <clears throat> take the time for this once a month, that, that it, it will not be just thought of in our mind as, oh, here we go again, just repetition, just repetition, no. But that we could use this time to really consider Christ and of what He has done. Because perhaps, as Spurgeon talks about, we had so many things going on in our lives, so many things buying for our attention, that there are those moments where we're considering so many other things more than Christ. Perhaps I say so often that this is for born-again believers, because it's only to born-again believers that this means anything. Because Jesus was talking to His children to do this in remembrance of Me, that we might remember His body broken, His blood shed for us. There is nothing on this little table that will save your soul. If you're lost... And you come up to this table and you eat a little piece of bread and you drink a little cup of juice, you're going to walk away lost unless unless a miracle of salvation takes place. 
And that's as we would understand who Christ is, the gospel of Jesus Christ, and of who we are, a sinner in need of a Savior. And, and this is for those. This is for sinners who have seen the cross, who have knelt at the cross, who cried out to Him, saying, Father, forgive me. The Lord Jesus, be Lord of my life. And forsaking sin, turning and following Him the rest of our days. This is for us to remember what Christ has done. So let us pray before we continue even now. Heavenly Father, I give You thanks for the gift of Your Son. That You gave Your only begotten Son. That whoever believes in Him should not perish. So Father, I pray even now, if there should be someone lost within, within this part of the service, that, Lord, that they would recall to mind the sermons they've heard, the gospel of Jesus Christ, that, that, Lord, that you would pour out your Spirit upon them and open their eyes, that they may see you and your holiness, and that they may see themselves sinners before you. And, Lord, we would ask, have mercy and and perform a miracle that only You can do, a miracle of salvation. And so, Father, for, for us who have received amazing grace, oh Lord, help us to remember, not, not only just now for this moment, but Lord, let this be a reminder for us of what Christ has done on our behalf. Lord, help us that we would never forget Lord, we just pray Your blessing upon the bread and the juice this morning. Father, let it be a remembrance for us. So pour out Your Spirit upon this portion of the service, I pray even now. And it's in Christ's name I pray. Amen.